Hello, Marvelites! You are listening to This Week at Marvel, episode number 582. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M. And I'm the ghost of holidays past, Lorraine Sink. Hi, ghost. Ooh, How are you? I'm spoopy. <laughs> Everyone stay alive in 2022 and potentially 2023, and maybe even beyond. This is the official Marvel podcast where we talk about what's happening this year in Marvel, not this week in Marvel, this year in Marvel, whether it's games, comics, movies, TV, or whatever we have been excited about. Going through the different things that Marvel has done this year reminds me of like, January was like 12 years ago. Stuff happened oh. that we have long forgotten about. This year was a, a thousand years long. Mm hmm. And a lot happened this year. It was like just a really packed year and it's never stopping, always never gonna stop. What's the what's the movie? Never stopping. Uh Pop Star. Never stop, never stopping, of course. Have you seen it yet? No. <laughs> Lorraine, <laughs> for the love of all that is holy, need to watch this movie. It is so funny. I will drive up to your house and make you watch it. Okay. By Let's do it. saying, please watch this movie. <laughs> I promise that I will watch it within the next 30 days. That's fine, I suppose. All right, everybody else, go watch Popstar Never Stop, Never Stopping and all the other stuff we're going to talk about because this is the official Marvel podcast where we talk about what's happening this year in Marvel, not this week in Marvel, this year in Marvel, whether it's games, comics, movies, TV, or whatever we have been excited about. There's a lot for us to have gotten excited about. Same with all of y'all. Let's start with... The MCU and the films of the MCU with Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I can't believe that that was seven months ago. I know. That was this year. It's wild. Okay. So first of all, mm. just an, a Sam Raimi masterpiece. My gosh. Director Sam Raimi bringing all of his delight along with a Danny Elfman Ugh, score. Tremendous. We got the Scarlet Witch that we've been waiting to see, this new turned but complex and emotionally struggling Wanda. We get Doctor Strange. We get the introduction of America Chavez. I mean, and we get Pizza Papa. It was yes. a good, good one. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course, we have content around that from previous episodes. You can hear that, especially Bruce Campbell. So much more for you to dig into. We love that you can watch Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on Disney+, Plus, or buy it on DVD, digital, HD, or Blu-ray. Of course, the next movie this summer was Marvel Studios' Thor Love and Thunder. We got a little bit of Taste of the Guardians in there. We got Jane Foster, a.k.a. the Mighty Thor. What, we got what? gore, God butchering all over the place. We got Thor's Tuchus. We got some really funny moments and great things. And a big reveal at the end. No spoilers. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. haven't watched it yet, go watch it on <laughs> Disney Plus or buy the DVD, digital, HD, or Blu-ray versions. They're all fabulous. Get those extras and enjoy them all. And then, of course, finishing the year strong with Marvel Studios, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. You can go see it in theaters right now if you have not already. We've had on so many wonderful people from the cast. The film is just absolutely beautiful, such an emotional and incredible journey to go on. And we get the introduction of Telecon and Namor, our best, best boy. And we love to see him. Namor, tremendous, beautiful, special, wonderful man. I can't wait to see more of the King of Talokan. 
but there's still so much we have to talk about from the series side, the original series on Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. We've got Marvel Studios Moon Knight, which was so early in the year, mm-hmm. Lorraine. Can you do you remember that? I do. And I mean, the cinematography in this show mm-hmm. is so phenomenal. Oscar Isaac playing so many of himself. Just a really incredible series. And then we got Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel, which made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me full of emotions. And then there were like tween romances, which I loved. (laughs) Yes. Marvel Studios, Ms. Marvel, so good, so much fun, and really introducing the world to Kamala Khan in new ways, where we're still seeing the repercussions of that and the way that that's affected our fan base. You know, we get letters into the podcast talking about how important Kamala's story or her music or whatever it is around that series. Oh, the music um, in that series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. And also, I can't wait to see what's next for Kamala when she shows up in Marvel Studios, the Marvels. We're not talking about next year. How dare you? You. Oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just move up to August. So, of course, if you did not get a chance to watch the Marvel Studios, I am Groot shorts. They're so cute. Groot goes on little adventures, gets into little scamp trouble. Highly recommend. They're adorable. Go check them out. They're my three year old Catherine will randomly talk about that. She's like, Daddy, do you remember the time when the Groot had your mustache? And I was like, <laughs> I do remember that, Catherine. Oh, sweet. It's really cute. Sweet baby girl. And then the greatest series that's ever existed for me personally, <laughs> Marvel Studios, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, the show written personally for me. Man, I love this show. And the moment that Megan the Stallion had a cameo, I was like, wow, this show was for me personally. <laughs> like They were like, Lorraine, what does Lorraine want? And they were like, this show. It's so good. It's so funny. It's full of heart. We get the introduction of Jennifer Walters as She-Hulk. We meet Titania. We get to see more of Jennifer and Bruce Banner's relationship as cousins and her stepping into her own as a superhero while trying to just be a normal old lady lawyer. Also, I have to say, like, I appreciated that there was some spicy romance in this series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not something we always see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not for the kiddos, but... We also have a bunch of wonderful things around the original series. Of course, the Marvel's assembled series of behind the scenes documentaries are tremendous. There's they've had them for the original series as well as the films. If you have any desire to see how the magic is made, these give you a glimpse behind the scenes of Marvel Studios. So please, please. Definitely go watch all of the Marvel's assembled specials for all the movies and original series. And then, of course, there's the special presentations. Yeah, we got Marvel Studios Werewolf by Night. Just such a wonderful tribute to old school monster movies. The introduction of Jack Russell and Elsa Bloodstone. And also, you know... This is like another new turn for Marvel, you know, getting some more horror vibes into the the MCU. I really just delighted in this series. We got some good like choppity choppities in there. We got the introduction of Man Thing, which was a delight. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. And then we got our first special presentation for the holidays. Yeah, just Wonderful. It is now streaming, of course, on Disney+. Plus. That's the Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special presentation. It is so much fun. And I saw recently that a couple of the songs that were in the special presentation charted. 
They were they were yeah. like really popular songs that were getting a lot of play and getting a lot of recognition for the band the old 97s who are in the special, even the old 97s and spoiler, Kevin Bacon. It's great. Yeah. Just a delight. Of course, you can watch all of those series and special presentations now streaming only on Disney Plus. If you don't have Disney Plus yet, please go get it because it's the best thing ever. But also, there's so many ways to dive into the Marvel Universe. And one of our favorite ways is, of course, with Marvel games. As you know, Ryan and I absolutely obsessed, in love, taken with Marvel Snap. And you know what? It just won Best Mobile Game of the Year from the Game Awards. It's an absolutely amazing game. You use cards to play against other players using different Marvel abilities from the cards. It's phenomenal. Definitely go download it and play it if you have not already. Yeah. If you haven't seen on the Game Awards when it was announced that Marvel Snap won, Ben Brode, who is the head creative for the game and for the developer Second Dinner, came up to accept the award. And Ben is just... I thought he was going to turn into a rocket and explode off the stage. He was so excited and so happy and so joyous. We just had him here on This Week in Marvel. He's excited. He loves Marvel. He loves this game. He loves the community. It's really tremendous. So we adore Marvel Snap. We also adore Marvel's Midnight Suns, which was released this year. And it's just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Within spitting distance of when you're listening to this. That's how you measure Mm -hmm. time. Spitting distance. And it's so much fun. It is the tactical role-playing game with a great squad of different Marvel heroes. It's got cool villains. It's got a great story. You get to be friends with some of your favorite Marvel characters. We had this question recently on the show here of who you want to be friends with. And I love everybody's different answers. Of course, everyone should be friends with magic. And I think many of you have been. So kudos to all of you. Yeah. And we just had on Jake Solomon, who is the creative Mm -hmm. director on the game a few weeks back. So you can always go and listen to a interview with him if you want a little more info about the new game. We also got to see the return of some games that we already know and love in newish forms. We had Marvel's Spider-Man remastered and Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales on PC. It's got some really awesome new functionality with PC. We also did some interviews about that this year. And of course, if you love that game, definitely continue to check out its improvements and advancements. Or if you haven't gotten to play it because you're a PC gamer, now's the time. Yeah, if you got one of those fancy PCs that has like, I don't know, 12 Many rats living inside your PC that that power it that to do really, really, really fast computing, then this is this is the perfect time. Oh, boy. You don't know rat powered PCs? Wow. It is the, the next evolution in PC gaming. All right, let's continue on because, of course, Marvel's Avengers saw, you know, we saw Winter Soldier released this year. We saw some new content, new raids, new developments, new costumes, the Mighty Thor, so much more in Marvel's Avengers over in Marvel Puzzle Quest celebrating nine years this year with some big updates just recently they keep on rolling along marvel contest of champions celebrating eight years adding new champions all the time so much cool stuff there marvel future revolution still doing cool stuff marvel future fight new characters all the time marvel strike force new characters all the time there's something you know whether you want to play an action rpg like you know marvel future fight or marvel future revolution or something a little bit more strategic like marvel strike force or a fighting game like marvel contest of champions a puzzle game like Marvel Puzzle Quest, a console game like Marvel's Avengers, there's kind of something for everyone. Yeah. And then, of course, Fortnite has just been a force with Marvel games. There's been so much really awesome new content, new characters, new skins, new 
blings, new tools, weapons, whatever you want to call them. Plus, there was the first event that happened in comics, Marvel Fortnite Zero War, that also came with some cool codes for stuff in-game. You can check those out over on Marvel Unlimited, or of course, you can pick them up at your local comic shop if they're still available. But so much great stuff has just come to Fortnite this year. Yeah, there's a hardcover out now, I believe, for the Marvel Fortnite Zero War, which also includes all the codes in case you missed Mm. all those extra bonus things. So that's super cool. And just recently, they added a Hulk skin for the game, and he looks so cool. So that, yeah, there's lots, lots. Can't stop, won't stop, never stop, and stop, stop. That's right. Of course, there were announcements for new games this year. We had the announcement for the Marvel and Skydance New Media Project, which is super exciting. We heard a lot about that at D23 Expo. That's going to have Captain America, a Black Panther, and a member of the Howling Commandos together during World War II. Very excited by what that's got in store for us. We announced that there is a partnership between Marvel and EA, specifically the EA Motive Studio. They're doing an Iron Man game, which is going to be very, very cool. And even more games from Marvel and EA coming in the future, which is, I'm excited. I love me some good console games. Yeah. And there's announcement of a Wolverine game. There's going to be a Marvel World of Heroes game announced. So all that's coming in the future, but we're super excited for what is to come. We love this lead time to get excited for what's next. And of course, we got our first peek at the Marvel Multiverse role-playing game playtest book. The full game launches in 2023 with the first adventure book, but it was really fun getting a taste of what this game is going to be. So if you are a tabletop gamer or you love role-playing games, this is your moment. Heck yeah. Of course, we would be remiss not to talk about Marvel Comics because we put out somewhere between 10 and 25 comics every week. New issues. So many issues, not even counting some stuff that's digital, but just from like the print stuff. We have a ton. If you want a full, complete look back at the year in comics, head over to our other show, Marvel's Pull List. But I wanted to highlight some really great stuff. Right at the beginning of the year, I remember it was the end of one of my all-time favorite Marvel series, Savage Avengers by Jerry Duggan and Patch Zercher. It is brutal and wild and something that seemed impossible bringing Conan into the Marvel universe and having him team up with Kang the Conqueror to fight Kulin Goth. If you have not read it yet, it is on your list. You must read Savage Avengers, that first series. So good. Of course, lots more Avengers. Jason Aaron has been doing a ton of Avengers work with the main Avengers series and Avengers Forever now into this big Avengers Assemble crossover that wraps up the year. It's basically multiversal Avengers versus multiversal Mephistos. If that doesn't tickle your butt, then I don't know what does. We love a Mephisto, but you know what else we love? The 60th anniversary of Spider-Man. And with it came so many excellent stories and titles. Amazing Spider-Man, as always, anchoring all that is Spider-Man and just introducing some really wonderful stories currently in the dark web universe, which is rocking and rolling and bringing some like really fun Halloween vibes and great new villains to the forefront. But we also had the return and the end of Spider-Verse bringing back Dan Slott and getting into lots more trouble with (laughs) Spider-Man. Amazing Fantasy 1000 for Spidey's 60th with some really incredible creators and really celebrating the legacy of Spider-Man's 60 years. 
So it all started with the edge of Spider-Verse, then the return of Spider-Verse, and inevitably the end of Spider-Verse, um, because Dan Slott likes to break all the toys. Mm-hmm. He is the man who killed Spider-Man. He's a bad boy, but we love to see the troubles that he creates for our boy Spidey. So much great stuff for Spider-Man this year, as always, but especially for his 60th anniversary. Yeah, there's stuff like Deadly Neighborhood and and yeah. other titles. It's been a lot of really cool stuff all year long. There's a new She-Hulk series. I, I say new, it launched right at the beginning of the year, but it's been so good, written I by Rainbow it. Rowell. Tremendous. I love Rainbow Rowell, of course. She wrote Runaways for quite a long time for us. She's phenomenal. And her writing She-Hulk is like my dream. I just love it. We also got some Silk action, Cindy Moon back in action with Emily Kim at the helm writing. Phenomenal series. Yes, so good. Over in Fantastic Four, Dan Slott wrapped up his Fantastic Four run with the Reckoning War and some really great things. He destroyed a whole lot of stuff with the FF and put it right back together in really cool ways. Uh, And then we just launched a new Fantastic Four series by writer Ryan North and artist R.B. Silva, which is so good. Only two issues in, and I absolutely adore it. Adore it, adore it, adore it. And Lorraine... It's like raining X-Men comics. Oh, my And gosh. I am drenched. I love it so much. There's so many titles. We got X-Men Red, Immortal X-Men, Wolverine, X-Force, X-Men, Exterminators. We also got a big Hellfire Gala again back this year, which was phenomenal. Honestly, it's like such a wonderful time to be an X-Men fan. Yeah. It's wonderful and awful because they just are doing horrible, horrible things to all the <laughs> X-Men characters. If you're reading Wolverine right now... It is upsetting, but I love it. It's so good. Benjamin Percy is a nightmare human, and i (laughs) he's one of my favorites. Lorraine, if you have not yet, and this goes to everyone listening, if you have not read Exterminators by Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez yet, it is the most ridiculous, super fun X title that is out there right now. It is so over the top, ridiculous. We've had a great series with Strange where Clea is the Sorcerer Supreme and- I love Clea. She's a rad character. So rad. And watching Jen McKay write her as just getting angry and pissed off and destroying anything in her way for the greater good, I- She's the rightful ruler of the Dark Dimension and she should whoop anybody's butt that she wants. Amen. Of course, we also have the return of one of the greatest comics of all time, Miracle Man, with new issues of Miracle Man, remastered versions of classics that are 30 years old. They're from the early 90s, 1991, 92, and we're remastering and getting new stuff by Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham, and they're really great. Please go check out Miracle Man if you've missed it. Yeah. I mean, what a pairing. Also, as always, a ton of awesome Star Wars titles. We're continuing to see great stuff from Afra and all kinds of different corners of the Star Wars universe, as it were, or galaxy, but also Star Wars Darth Vader. Yeah. There's a Punisher series going on, which is really digging deep into the history of the Punisher, what he's doing, his mission, and the consequences of some decisions he's making. He's now teamed up as the Fist of the Hand, so the evil ninja death cult. You got the Punisher at the helm there. It is a wild book written by Jason Aaron, and it is so dang great. Heck yeah. 
Captain Marvel continues to be great. Kelly Thompson continues to bring so much fun to that book, exploring different facets of Captain Marvel and sometimes her literal other selves, <laughs> which is delightful. And of course, Spider-Woman wrapped up this year, which was a phenomenal series by Carla Pacheco. It um, hurts. Ryan, I know you had some big feelings. <laughs> it hurts that there are no Spider-Woman issues right now. It hurts me. I know. It was so fun Ugh. and just like such a great ride. Tremendous. Of course, we also have two Captain's America titles going on right now, Sentinel Liberty and Symbol of Truth. And you get lots of Winter Soldier these days, baby, with mm -hmm. his man bun and his like super cool Great new series. coat. Gotta love it. We also got some Predator comics, some new mm -hmm. Predator comics, which just is so fun for horror fans. Definitely got to dig into it. There's so much stuff. More Deadpool, Secret Invasion, Namor, Tiger Division, Thanos Death Notes, which I know, Ryan, you love very deeply. Oh, yeah. I love Death Notes, baby. Um, <laughs> we also have Timeless, which is coming out next week, which is going to be a banger. It's an important one for um, the past, present, and future of the Marvel Universe. You know, Lorraine, you mentioned Dark Web, which is the crossover between Spider-Man and the X-Men, but there have been other events this year. The Ten Lives and X-Deaths of Wolverine, oh, which was really big. So yeah. good. So good. Devil's Reign, which was a cool Daredevil sort of focused and then street level New York City crossover, which has led us into an amazing Daredevil series that's going on right now. The big Axe Judgment Day crossover, oh, which yeah. had the Eternals, the X-Men, the Avengers. God, just... That was this year. <laughs> that was like <laughs> three weeks ago, it feels like. I, it, I know. Uh, Thor and Hulk Banner of War, which is a big knockdown drag out between those two titles. So we, we've got big stories happening in all kinds of ways. And then, of course, tons of stuff on Marvel Unlimited with our Infinity Comics. Truly something for everyone. Oh, my gosh. We got just some of the, the cutest, funniest, delightfulest series like It's Jeff, Marvel Meow, which is full of cats, Alligator Loki series, Spiderbot, who is just a cute little Spiderbot, Ziggy Pig and Silly Seal, who are some of our classic comedy characters, plus Test Kitchen with actual recipes, Marvel's Voices with so many incredible different creators telling different stories of diverse characters. We got Avengers, we got Spider-Verse, we got X-Men Unlimited. We got Love Unlimited telling some romantic tales and some strange tales. I mean, it's a really good time to be reading Marvel Unlimited. Plus, just a shout out to Marvel Unlimited. If you're not subscribed already, this is a great time because all those comics we just talked about, like probably the vast majority of them are available on Marvel Unlimited mm -hmm. or will be in the near future. So this is your time to catch up with all things 2022 on Marvel Unlimited. Heck yeah. Of course, we also had a bunch of events that happened throughout the year in person, in reality, IRL, if you will. Lorraine, you helped host the Spider-Man Beyond Amazing 60th anniversary event early in the year. Yeah. Also, another shout out to Marvel Unlimited. If you were a member, you were able to attend the digital event. We had so many iconic, incredible creators from Spider-Man's history which is an absolute blast. And then we had, of course, some really incredible Comic-Cons, some of which we attended, some of which we couldn't attend. <laughs> Neither one of us got to make it to San Diego Comic-Con, but there was still so much amazing stuff out of that convention. Yeah, lots of announcements. Of course, that was where we learned about the multiverse saga for the MCU. We learned about phases five and six of what Marvel Studios is cooking up, getting our first looks at Marvel Studios, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and some of the other projects going on. We had that really great first trailer for Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever oh. and that live performance that was there. 
Oh man, that was that was great. Seeing stuff for Marvel Studios Echo and Loki Season 2, Blade, Ironheart, and Agatha Coven of Chaos. Getting the first announcements of Marvel Studios Daredevil Born Again, Captain America New World Order, Thunderbolts, Fantastic Four, and then two new Avengers films. Marvel Studios, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars. The audience just blew up. I feel like the internet exploded. Like it was just such a huge, huge Hall H panel for Marvel Studios, as always, to be mm-hmm. expected. But always, of course, there are always really wonderful announcements and not to mention the live show, which is a blast, but some great comic announcements for Avengers Assemble. Of course, the new Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur animated series that's coming very soon. It's coming in February. Dark Web and lots more. Plus, fans, cosplay, fun. I don't know. San Diego is awesome. Yeah. And then I got to go to D23 Expo. So there was another great Marvel Studios presentation with trailers for things such as Marvel Studios Werewolf by Night and Secret Invasion. We got casting crew details for Marvel Studios Armor Wars, learning about some stuff for Marvel Studios Fantastic Four, getting the sense of who's going to be in Marvel Studios Captain America New World Order. We're getting the leader, Isaiah Bradley, Joaquin Torres, and more, getting to see the cast and some concept art for Marvel Studios Thunderbolts, getting Red Guardian and Ghost, Bucky, U.S. Agent, Yelena, and more. And knowing that Kihoi Kwan is joining Marvel Studios Loki Season 2, plus knowing that we're getting Anthony Ramos as Parker Robbins, a.k.a. The Hood in Marvel Studios Ironheart, Mm -hmm. that first bit of footage we saw in the room at D23 Expo. Oh, baby. So good. So good. I mean, the announcements are just absolutely incredible out of these panels, and it's so fun if you can be there in person. And it was such a blast at New York Comic Con this year. Ryan and I got to be together in person with the fans for our Captain America Cold War panel, where we talked a lot more about the Cold War event that is happening in Captain America comics with Sentinel of Liberty and Symbol of Truth, as well as just a bunch of stuff about Captain America. But honestly, the true joy for me of New York Comic Con was just like running through the audience, giving away free stuff. It's great. To the fans. That was the best. Always a blast and helped me clean out my office just a little bit this October. <laughs> also, I got to bring Catherine to her first Comic-Con at New York Comic-Con and she took over the stage. She ran across it. She posed like a pro for pretty much the whole day Aww. she was there. And then just recently, we had Comic-Con Experience 2022 in Sao Paulo, Brazil, which of course revealed some really wonderful new stuff from Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, including the first trailer and Marvel Studios Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You can watch both of those over on Marvel.com or the Marvel YouTube channel. But a great year for in-person events. So fun. Yeah. Of course, we've got podcasts galore here at Marvel. Of course, our show, This Week in Marvel, duh. We had a recurring Marvel Studios Spotlight series, which has been super fun, bringing on Sarah Halley Finn to talk about casting the Marvel Universe, Andy Park to talk about visual development, as well as Rodney Fuentebella talking about visual development, Jake Morrison talking about visual effects, which has been so, so fun. And, and on top of that, tons of Marvel Studios film and series cast and crew throughout the year. Not to mention all the folks that we have for Marvel Comics, Marvel Games, and beyond, plus people that are just fans. We've had so many wonderful guests this year, and big thank yous to everyone who has, of course, listened to the show, but also just like come to be with us on the show. It's been such a wonderful time. 
Of course, near and dear to my heart, Marvel's Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show happened this year. It's now available to listen to wherever you get your podcasts. So definitely go and listen to it if you haven't already. It's written by Ryan Q. North, who is, of course, the writer of the original Squirrel Girl series from a few years back that won an Eisner Award. He's phenomenal. The series is so fun and funny in which Squirrel Girl and her friends from college have a radio show in which they try to help people. But, you know, sometimes like supervillains show up or celebrities or whomstever. It's such a blast. Go listen to it. Yeah. Also, if you haven't checked out Marvel's Wastelanders, you got a lot of content to check out. And now the Marvel's Wastelanders finale has just kicked off, which you can get caught up on. And the most recent series that has just launched is also titled Just Marvel's Wastelanders. And it is the final chapter of the Marvel's Wastelanders audio epic that ties together all of the previous series into a beautiful bow. It's a 10 episode weekly series. And uh, let's listen to a little tease of it right now. Valeria Richards. The great Victor Von Doom. Valeria, you cannot control the Cosmic Cube. It will destroy everything. The Cosmic Cube? That's what's causing this? I can remake this one. I'm going to make it perfect. I'm going to get it all back. Everything I lost. At what cost? At any cost. They are coming here. Wolverine. I'm not playing your game. Black Widow. Something big's going on here, huh? Star-Lord. We're likable guys. Hawkeye. Okay, so we're all here. We've all been assembled. Yeah, whatever. We're all friends. One big happy family. Avengers! Assemble! What happens to us? We all, all of us, die. Nah, that's less cool. <laughs> Marvel Entertainment and Series XM present Marvel's Wastelanders, starring Dylan Baker as Doctor Doom, Timothy Busfield as Star Lord, Stephen Lang as Hawkeye, Robert Patrick as Wolverine, and Susan Sarandon as Black Widow. Hear it now! Plus, unlock exclusive bonus episodes by subscribing to Marvel Podcast Unlimited on Apple Podcasts. Learn more at SeriousXM.com/slash/Wastelanders. Go and listen to all of the sweet audio content, baby. Mm-hmm. Over on Women of Marvel, we are wrapping up the current season, which is all about the power of mentorship. We've got the season finale happening this week. And in the finale, we have a roundtable conversation with three amazing, wonderful former Marvel Comics editors, Mackenzie Cadenhead, Jenny Lee, and Sana Monath. So, I mean, come on. You want to learn about comics and and creating stories three great storytellers right there you can catch up on the whole season if you missed it listen on the sirius xm app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts yeah and there was another earlier season in the year in the spring that was about marvel characters then and now and that really explored how marvel heroes can stay themselves and evolve through the decades and across comics and films and games and more they talk about characters like patsy walker she hulk squirrel girl ms marvel and more so definitely, if you missed the last season, which did also land in 2022, definitely go check that out as well. 
Mm-hmm. On my other show, Marvel's Pull List, we talk about comics every week. We're still rocking and rolling. The picks of the week this week will probably include Avengers Forever number 12, Mary Jane and Black Cat number one, and X-Men Annual number one, which is a really great Firestar story, which is, I just, I love it. Some of my favorite episodes from Marvel's Pull List this year, we did two deep dives on the Illuminati comics with longtime editor Tom Brevoort, and people have been talking about them Illuminati all year long that happened in march i think you should check those out we did two thick episodes on the greatest comic book story of all time executioner song with captain america writer toshi anyabuchi that happened in april we've done a ton of like creator commentaries of books that are you know happening or they've created recently so 10 Lives of Wolverine with Ben Percy and Joshua Kassara. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl with Ryan North. We talked about Thor, God of Thunder, The God Butcher with Jason Aaron. Amazing Spider-Man number 1000 with Nick Lowe in September and tons, tons more. We even talked about Moon Knight comics with Marvel Studios Moon Knight producer Grant Curtis right around the, the finale of that original series. So lots of really cool stuff to check out on the feed. We get new episodes every Tuesday. Listen on the Sirius XM app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and then we had the history of Marvel Comics Black Panther, which was an exploration of the comic book origins of Black Panther via conversations with creators who helped to shape his story and a celebration of Afrofuturism of Wakanda and the worldwide social impact of the character. It was hosted by author Nick Stone, who we love. You can listen to that on the SiriusXM app, Marvel Podcasts Unlimited on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Even over here on our Marvel Digital side of things, we've been doing some cool stuff. We've had premiere events for a lot of the big Marvel Studios films and original series, different things happening there. You can find those. We've had really great clips and interviews all over our Marvel YouTube section. We've got shows like Marvel's Long Story Short. There's Marvel's You Don't Know, which is always, always good. And Lorraine, you've been doing a ton of work for Marvel HQ. Yeah. I love You Don't Know. I'm biased because I write that series along with... A producer who's now joining me on the series, Aiden McCarthy, we have a blast writing those. And then over on Marvel HQ, I just want to give a shout out. There is some really great family-friendly content over there. So gather everybody together and check out Mech Strike Monster Hunters. There's a really great series called Mech Strike Monster Hunters Eye of Doom, which is a fun narrative series about how Dr. Doom gives all the supervillains monster powers. And then Dr. Strange has to give the Avengers monster powers so they can fight back. It's really fun. There's also some great Spider-Rex videos over there, so definitely go and check it out. Also, I want to shout out outside of sort of the Marvel Digital world, we have some great Spidey and his amazing friend shorts that are available on Marvel HQ. But of course, you can watch the series on Disney+. Plus. We have the upcoming Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur series, so lots of great stuff that's family-friendly as well. And man, whoo! What a year, 2022, in the books, even though it's technically not quite over yet. (laughs) Yeah. All right, it's time for a community section and our question of the week. Now, next week is going to be a little bit different. We have a short holiday episode with a little bit of a chat about Stan Lee because December 28th would be Stan Lee's 100th birthday. We'll get into that more next week. So we're thinking about the following week's episode. Are looking forward to 2023. So... Our question of the week for that, what are you most looking forward to from Marvel in 2023? You can tweet your answers using hashtag ThisWeekInMarvel, email them to twinpodcast at marvel.com, or send a message to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash thisweekinmarvel. Please make sure to tell us it is okay to read on the show. 2023, there's going to be so much stuff. We're going to, you know what? We're going to get into that in the new year. 
So I'm going to save it. There's going to be mm. a ton of films, a ton of new Disney Plus series. There's going to be new Marvel games. There's going to be new comics. There's going to be new fun, new action, new adventure. But I think we got to save that for the new year because we've gotten into a whole lot of it this year. That's right. But that's the future. I want to talk about the past because I'm not over it. So let's get into the community section. Our question of the week last week was, what was your favorite Marvel memory of 2022? So many good memories. So let's take a walk down memory lane. Mountain Meg at Meg Stocker says, so many, but I think mine has to be seeing Black Panther Wakanda Forever in theaters with my brother. What a spectacular movie and an incredible tribute to the life and legacy of Chadwick Boseman. Now, can't wait to see what 2023 will bring. Raul Alcantar at R. Alcantar A113 said, a tie between the Illuminati scene and Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, where we see Charles Xavier, Reed Richards, Black Bolt, Captain Marvel, and Captain Carter. And then the second one is from Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Vengeance Has Consumed Us. Mm -hmm. Very good. Lily at The Celestial Art tweeted, The Labors of Magic Arc. Vita Ayala and Rod Reese wrote an amazing send-off on their part of the series, they're talking about New Mutants, and created a beautiful love letter to both Ilyana Rasputin and Madeline Pryor. Great pick. New Mutants this year was terrific. I'm here for anything Madeline Pryor. I love an angry lady. Mm-hmm. Prashik Sawang at Prashik underscore Sawang said... Visiting Telecon for the first time in theaters was an unforgettable experience for sure. Along with Photoquash and Ludwig Gorenson's Con La Prisa, it was mesmerizing. I'd love to see more of Telecon in the future. Chester Brown at Chester Eugene tweeted, Have many from Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness to Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Playing as Jane Foster in the Marvel's Avengers game, and my first Marvel Snap win, to buying the latest Marvel encyclopedia and comic book posters. But my number one moment is playing Marvel's Midnight Suns at midnight on December 1st. It's so good. Chester, you are. You're getting it all, Chester. We love it. We love it. All right, next up, Tyler Johnson at T underscore train 10, who said, my favorite 2022 Marvel memory is getting back into reading comics. Before the Marvel Studios Ms. Marvel series, I read the entire run by G. Willow Wilson and Saladin Ahmed. Now Ms. Marvel is my favorite character. My plan for 2023 is to read the entire Lee Kirby FF run. Oh, I love you rediscovering comics. That's so, so nice. And honestly... Ms. Marvel is like a really wonderful place to start reading comics or coming back to comics because it's just an easy read and it's so fun and delightful and full of heart. It's just great. Tyler, I hope you do it. It's only a little over 100 comics to read. Stanley and Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four. It's 103 plus the annual. So it's totally easy to do. You can do it pretty quickly. And we want to hear your updates, please. And some of the best monsters and machines you will find at Marvel. My God, so good. All right. Mason Gonzalez at Mason Ultra 54 tweeted, My favorite 2022 Marvel memory is getting the return of a solo Ghostwriter book, which has been amazing, and the Variants miniseries with Jessica Jones at the head of one of my favorite characters. Yes, 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 yes. Ghostwriter has gotten, it started pretty good, has gotten really good. It's wild. It's a really cool horror book that we have right now. Next up, Ryguy at Ryguy underscore no underscore more said, Marvel Studios Thor Love and Thunder beginning to end. Totally awesome to watch Thor get his groove back. Um, Yes, love 
love, love, love for Thor Love and Thunder. It's such a such a great, funny, heart-filled, made me sob on the floor like a puddle film. <laughs> Christina at Christina4109 tweeted, being in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con and hearing Kevin Feige announce 18 episodes for Marvel Studios' Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. Hell yeah. Festive Adam Warlock era at Franklin's Herald says, Ryan North jumping onto the Fantastic Four. His book is phenomenal and puts such a smile on my face. Of course, talking about writer Ryan North, who is now working on the Fantastic Four title. Just one of my favorite writers. Having such a blast. Rizzo Gamer 44 at Rizzo Gamer 44YT tweeted, My favorite Marvel memories from this year include playing Marvel Snap for the first time and loving that, and watching the build up to Marvel Studios Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Those trailers had all the feels, and I'm really excited to finally get to see the movie at some point soon. It's time. Go get it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. All right, next up, we got Jinx at. Jinx X Kurt, who said, my favorite moment is Marvel Studios Moon Knight. Whenever Steven and Mark are talking to each other in a reflection and Steven replies, that's the most stupidest thing I've ever heard. I eat one piece of steak and then bam, I go bonkers. It killed me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As somebody who does not eat meat, really, I felt that in my soul. (laughs) Dave DaSilva at Dave underscore DSG tweeted the return of Miracle Man. Ooh, Dave. Dave, yes, the Miracle Man comics are so friggin' good. Holy moly. So good. If anybody hasn't been reading Miracle Man, The Silver Age by Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham, fix your life. It's great. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. All right. This next tweet, I feel like was just for me (laughs) from Nisa McKay at Nisa McKay, which said, Matt Murdock doing the stride of pride in Marvel Studios, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. If you haven't seen this series, I don't really want to spoil it for you, but I got to say this moment with Daredevil taking his little stride of pride in the morning, no shoes on, walking through the grass in an L.A. neighborhood. It is so good. This whole series is just for me personally. (laughs) Emily at Emily Rose 0101 tweeted, I have a lot of great Marvel memories this year. One being going to see Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in cinema. It was my first cinema visit in two years, and it was so nice to be back. Welcome back, Emily. Next up, we got Raven Fairy at Viperess Dia, who said, for me... Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I enjoyed seeing more of Mantis, her character development, the twist there, and I still want to know how Nebula got Bucky's arm. Yeah. And we got one here from Simon. Insert Growlix here. Hunter at Sapphire underscore still, who said, So much. The X-Universe has been massive this year, and Axe was an epic end to the year. Also, MVP Kelly Thompson hit everything she wrote out of the park. Amen to that. Kelly, doing great. The X-Men comics, so good. We've got an email here from Henrik Hansen who says, Dear Ryan and Lorraine, I want to thank you both for your creativity and enthusiasm. Over the last few years, and especially over lockdown, I've been leaning into my passions and your podcast has helped me to key to Marvel fandom in a delightful way. My favorite Marvel moment was a brilliant creative choice in Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel. When the graffiti on the walls started to animate and illustrate the character's conversation, I knew we were in a special place of storytelling. Ms. Marvel was a unique story, and we were going to see it in a new way. Honorable mention is She-Hulk busting out of the Disney Plus menu. It filled me with joy. Thanks, (laughs) Henrik. All right. 
Lots to celebrate, lots to catch up on if you have the time. Hope you do. Hope these inspired you to watch, read, play, whatever it is, Marvel stuff you missed out on this year. Yeah, do it. That wraps it up for us this week. This episode of This Week in Marvel is produced by Zachary Goldberg, Isabel Robertson, Cara McGurk, Allison, Lorraine Sink, and Ryan Panagos. Our senior manager of audio production and development is Brad Parton. Jill DeBoff is our director of audio. And special thanks to Punisher's Franks. Punisher's Franks. Punish your stomach with Punisher's Franks. Mmm, delicious. I'm Ryan. I'm Lorraine. This is Marvel. Your universe. This Week in Marvel, duh.